Hey, Peter. Yep. You been to the gym yet this year? I have. It's pretty packed in there. The piano gym. Hey. The piano gymnasium. <laughs> the or piano gymnopiedism. <laughs> gymnasium. I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Two guys just, just sitting talking music. <laughs> Why Your whole that? tone changes when you do this. The Man. modern tagline is Dude, just it's, like, it's Hollywood. Just, we're just a couple of buds. It's showbiz, baby. We're just Diet Cokes and dopes. <laughs> showbiz. New year. New you. We made it. We did make it. We just, uh, yeah. How it, did we work out the timing of this? This is our 1,000 and, and one. one th- yeah. Is that a word? Yeah. <laughs> it's our thousandth and first. Thousandth and thousandth and first <laughs> so episode stupid. that also is our first episode of the new year. Yeah. Uh yeah. Technically the thousandth episode came out on January second. Right. Well the yeah. first this is the first one recorded in the new year. That's true. Was I know this time. feels like it's live to people coming through the podcast. Because it's so <laughs> present. <laughs> it's, yeah. Our presence is omnipresent. It's great timing, man. Well, you know, yeah. it worked out perfectly because you know, at the end of December. That's reflection we out of ideas. <laughs> we took some time off. We're tired. <laughs> We're bloated. There's a lot of salt, a lot of sugar. Yeah. No, uh, it is naturally that sort of reflective time where everybody's yeah. like, oh, what was your 2022? And then for yeah. us to have that sort of doubly with like, Looking back on a thousand podcasts, this is a, a really nice way to like us. Oh, well, we're going to start fresh. Yes, we're going to start this next thousand episodes out. Yep. with a, uh, a clear mind, a, a clear intent, body, intent, clean body. Well, somewhat <laughs> semi clean body, semi clean body. But we were doing an episode today. Uh, surely we must have done something similar to this at some point. It never gets old, and it's always needed. New Year's resolutions. We're going to do some, yeah. New Year's resolutions. Yeah, you know, I'm not a fan of resolutions I know. in general. We've done this before. I'm not. I know. Last, last, last year, probably. That's why I'm before. forcing it down. Now. Yeah. Do you do a, like a, for real, do you do a real resolution every year? Like I do. A personal one? No, I do kind of concepts. But, and I start them, uh, I mean, I do it a little bit, but I, I kind of start them in the middle of December because I don't like the whole, you know, right around January. For, it's just too much pressure. So it's kind of, it goes from the middle of December. And actually, these ones that I've, done really are, are kind of specific to music stuff I'm thinking about but it sort of starts in the middle of December I recommend folks try it if you have trouble like hitting right on January 1st or if you feel like it's a couple days after now and it's too late to wait till next year I look at it as like December 15th to January 15th yeah. as the New Year's resolution time the That's span really good. you know yeah. You know what? I, I, I one of the benefits of getting older is maybe hopefully getting a little wiser, mm-hmm. maybe. But one of the yeah. things I sort of I used to be not a, everyone's following that. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> no, one of the things I used to put on myself a lot is like, okay, now I'm going to be the type of person that just does this that I practice every day, and I'm going right. to start on a new year. And then you go around the sun enough times, you realize like, hey, yeah, you, that doesn't really work. No. So I'm definitely more now. You know what I look at it as like now is kind of like little projects, right? So like I'm going to have this project for a, for a while. Now, it's maybe. a season for stride piano, maybe. Right. Or I've been in my in my yoga life, been working on a headstand, finally Ooh. getting that going. Yeah. We're going to get that going. We're going to put you right there in front of Tino's window there. Oh, that's going to be a lot of pressure. Doing a headstand. Handstand <laughs> or headstand? I love that this window is now officially <laughs> Tina's window. Shout out to Sunshine Draperies. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That would be nice, though. No, but you know what I mean? Like, instead of like, new year, new me, and finally I'm going to be the person that I always dreamed of or whatever. Yeah. It's like you start to realize, like, hey, I am, I am this, yeah. and it's great. And these little things that I work on, they're just little projects that I can do to entertain myself. And if I come out maybe with some new skills or something, all the better, you know. I think it's great. And I think it's also good because us, uh, those kinds of projects don't always coincide with the Greco-Roman calendar, as it were. Certainly not. Um, so 
That's cool. Yeah. Well, actually, maybe I'll start out. Uh, these are our seven New Year's ish resolutions. Okay. Musical. And this first one is kind of uh, one that really can be started anytime. Um, but this is something that I'm thinking about. You know, it's going to, my, my first one's going to start pretty soon. But that is a practice streak. Oh, here we go. I like, well, you know, I've had a little success before, as have you had a oh, little let success. Let us know, Peter. As what number are you on today? Do you even know? No, no, no. This is for music. Mike. I know, but you so tell people about your running streak. Oh, but that's that's not what I'm talking about today. I know, but you're. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. Okay. Yes, I do have a separate. <laughs> that's not a practice streak. That's a running streak. No, so for those of you who don't know, Peter uh, has a, uh, it's a 500 and how many day running streak I think now? It might be 600 now. Or it gets so close to 600. It might be 600 now. <laughs> it might be. He's, he's I didn't ask six to talk about this. My hundred day uh, running. I think it's streak. actually You've, like 570. Oh, it started it? in June of 2021. Crazy, man. Yeah. 570 days where you've run every day. Yeah. And so you're now going to try to put this to the test with practicing. Right. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've done this before with just practicing in general, but I'm going to do specific. Um, I don't want to announce it yet. Oh, so are we looking at a 30 day challenge? Yeah. It's definitely going to be a 30 day. That's what I mean. I should say, yeah, 30 day challenge. The practice streak is for personal. The 30 day challenge is to help others yeah. if they want to go along. So I did one a couple of years ago that. So many folks have told me, like, that was so cool. I was following along. It was so helpful. Sometimes just the impetus to try something new is to follow somebody else. We do that. I do that all the time with yeah. different ideas. Yeah. But the idea would be 30 days. Uh, it's just kind of a convenient one-month situation um, of doing something either conceptual or specific or both within your practice. I like to do something that can be applied in a way that doesn't have to be worked out in advance like, so like example okay so the the last one that i did was practicing something in all 12 keys every day that's good but something different every it's day. so good for yeah. you yeah but it gives you it, it keeps it fresh it keeps you kind of engaged but it also gives you the spontaneity of when you think of something you're like oh wait wait could i do that in all 12 keys so it's a challenge as well yeah some days more so than others it's almost like you're putting like a meta challenge on it like it's already challenging to practice something in 12 keys but saying like can i do that for seven days in a row. Can I do that for 14 days in a row? Right. Can I do that for 21 days? Can I do that for 30 days? Right, right. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's certain adaptations that come to your um, technique, to your general musicianship, certainly to your ear training, to, you know, depending on what the thing that you're practicing, but when you're going through all the different keys, certain melodic things and just ways of thinking about it's dance, the most right? important thing we can do but they don't come right away so sometimes people will practice them for a couple of days and be like oh, i'm not getting any better the 30-day challenge is just like really um you know making it a habit yeah repeating it but taking a concept and putting it in some different places each day so it has a chance to not only become a habit but to really have the kind of musical adaptation that's beneficial to you awesome well my first uh new year's resolution we'll call them projects or uh, this is really a way to get your project going. So I love to, with these little projects, these little, I'll call them resolutions, I suppose. Yeah. No, we don't have to. We can but uh, resolutions <laughs> is I want to set a goal. Yeah. And then I want to plan the way to get it done. That sounds very simple. So plan your work, work your plan, yeah. essentially. But I want to, like, so I have most the most success when I set a specific goal that's measurable. And then I come up with a plan to get to follow through on it right and it's almost like your 30-day thing it's like it gives it just gives you a game yeah to like so that framework. you're not just like i'm gonna be good at 
you know, playing these style voicings or whatever. Right. Like it's not just some vague thing. And then after a couple of days, you, you get squirreled away by something else. Right? right. It is like, OK, I'm going to have a specific goal. It's going to look like this if I get it. Mm. And, it and it's going to look like this if I don't get it. Mm -hmm. Like there's there's a win and there's a loss and it doesn't have to be like competitive, but like it, there is a a, a tangible uh, uh, um, result. Yeah. Right. That I can say like, OK, when I hit that, then I've reached this goal. And then you plan a way to get that into the details. Right. So, for example, that might be like, you know, I'm going to have a goal to write a, uh, a duo piece for uh, tenor saxophone and harp. Right. Mm. That's my goal, because I want to get to know those instruments a little yeah. bit better. So I'm going to plan like, OK, this will look like something if I have a first draft by January 30th. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to plan my week so that okay, I'm going to use two hours on a Saturday to sort of plan the structure of the piece. Yeah. I'm going to be at the piano on Monday for an hour to figure that out. And then you just sort of like plan it out and then you can check back in. It's really, really effective for anything you want to do. So the plan, a lot of the plan is actually about the scheduling then? Of Mostly the about the schedule. Well, I mean, if you work out, like, what do I need to do to get here? So, like, if I'm writing a piece for, a duo piece for tenor sax, and harp, which actually, now that I think about it, sounds pretty badass. Uh, <laughs> bad or badass? Bad at both. It could be either. But what you, what you need to know is, like, okay, well, what is this? what is this piece for what is what is that how long does it need to be right. you know what i mean like what what are the steps i need to do to have it finished and in the hands of the harpist by january 31st yeah right so once you kind of met like like reverse engineer that yeah then i'm saying okay well i need to have the shitty first draft done by the end of week one right. and i'm going to go into revisions because i know that i'm not going to like everything i do at first and then i want to tweak some things and put some sprinkles on things and make sure that Every bar has some delightful thing that's going on, you know, leading to the next bar. Whatever it is you want to put on it, yeah. you know that you're going to need time for that. And yeah. so you can, I mean, maybe it's two weeks is whatever. Well, however much time you give yourself is really going to determine the quality. But that's, that's, the, that's the beauty of setting a tangible goal. Something yeah. that is like, this has to happen by this deadline. That's great. Yeah. Really good. Really good. All right. So for number three, we're doing seven, right? Yeah. Is that going to work for it? Okay. Number three would be... Um, I really have not a resolution. We'll call it a goal, okay. a New Year's goal um, of spending more time with focused listening. So what does that look like? So that looks like sitting, most likely, uh, and listening without any distractions, yeah. without, any, without anything but the music. And it's something, of course, we've talked about a lot here on the pod. It's a great goal. It's a great goal. And I've done it at different times, but for some reason I float away from it. I drift away like a ship at sea, like a divorcee from her divorcee, you know, <laughs> just floating around. I don't know. Um, but the thing about it is, is whenever I do it, I never float that far from it, but I'll float away from doing it consistently. I'm always kind of like, why am I not doing this more? Because I love doing this. It's yeah. not like a chore. Yeah. It's just more of a scheduling thing, you know. So um, I'm really looking forward to that. And I think, you know, to your point, a little bit of scheduling for that might even be in order because I find more and more like if I don't schedule something, um, yeah, whether it's not, like we always think about scheduling things that are kind of a chore. Okay, I got to do no, this. you got to got to do time. schedule the good stuff in there. Got to do got to schedule good stuff. You have to schedule time to sharpen your tools. We've been sharpen talking about that, tools. but you need to make time for that. That's right. It's valuable to do things like deep listening, man. That's and great. you need a diverse like when you look at your calendar, your electronic or your paper or whatever. Like you want to see a, a a diversity of events. Some are like focused work some i mean i look at this as really entertainment yeah but like but but it's so beneficial when it is focused when it's not like well i'm gonna listen to that while i'm doing this no one wants to see that on your schedule but can you imagine looking on thursday from 11 to 12 a.m 
listening, deep listening. I mean, we're about to go do it here. At, That's right. At 2 p.m. No, but you know what? So just another advocate for the scheduling thing. Another thing that does for you is if you schedule out even the good things in your life, yeah. you don't have to have you know, added anxiety to yourself of like, oh my gosh, am I going to get time in to do that listening that I promised myself I would do? Right, because it's, it's already baked pushed, in. It's going to get pushed to the side of course for something it is. that you think is more mandatory. Right, yeah. exactly. But that, that, is, that kind of stuff is mandatory. Yeah. Okay, uh, number four is to try something you've never tried before. Oh, yeah. So I love. So I mentioned <laughs> mentioned. Mind. In, <laughs> no, you never tried that. No, have not you? <laughs> something like that. Okay, sorry. I mean something more musical. So yes. like I mentioned the shitty first draft, right? Which is like a, a term we learned from our boy Matt. At, yeah. uh, at the, we can't say can't anyway. Say from where. But uh, it's such a great concept. I love. Like so the 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 point of a of a shitty first draft is yeah. to exist. Yes. Right. And so the idea of setting a goal to try something that you've never tried before is like, okay, I think I want to do, I think I would like to write for harp. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stick, I, I'm writing this harp, harp tenor saxophone, saxophone, harp tenor saxophone train out to the end of the episode. I it think I'm shitty already. <laughs> yeah. I think I'd like to write something for harp. Okay. Well, you have to, uh, you've never done it before, right? So like the act of trying something you've never done is a way to learn how to do it. And it doesn't have to be good. It just has to exist. Right. It's an experiment. And it's such, it's like the, acknowledging that it's going to be shitty. My, my, some people will be like, well, why don't you make it great? The whole thing is your expectation is that it's not going to be any good. It's great if it exists. Yeah, that's exactly. It. That's yeah. what, and so the quality, that takes all the pressure off and it also keeps you within, keeps some scheduled guardrails to get it out there. Now, yeah. if you get lucky and your first draft is amazing, well, then that's just a bonus, but that's not why it exists actually. And that's not why you go through the exercise of committing to it. Uh, really good. All right, we're moving along here. We're on number five. All right. Um, so this one, this goal of mine is to uh, really check out some new music. So some deep listening for sure, but not just the old chestnuts. Like there's such a world of music. And whenever I'm exposed to something serendipitously, like at a coffee shop or if I'm at a festival and I hear something, I'm like, oh my God, I never heard them before. What a great band. What a great composition. What a great genre. Whatever it is. I'm always so delighted. But I leave that a little bit too much to chance. I still love that, that chance encounter with some great art. But you can also seek it out through recommendations, through even like Spotify, like just random stuff it recommends or whatever. So I'm going to be seeking out more. I've already started this more new music, both live and recorded. I love it. That's yeah. great. Great thing to uh, seek out. Uh, number six. Do you remember our club, Peter? We formed a club. Yes. Over at retreat one day over cocktails. Yes. And it was the Adam and Peter's Say No Club. Yeah. Do you remember that club? Club Accountability or something. Accountability Club. Right. It was like we were accountability days, buddies. It was like four days before the pandemic st really started. Really was. So that gave us a little <laughs> no. bit of a, a little bit of a hiccup in the continuation of the But club. that whole club was based around the idea that you and I were gonna say no <laughs> to at least one thing a week. Right. I am now expanding that. I would like <laughs> to say no to one thing a day. <laughs> I have the opportunities to do it. Would you like, like to record another wood. podcast episode today? No. <laughs> okay, so see, done. Ask me I'm, if I'd like to. Would you like to work on another podcast? Yes. So uh, I got to find something else. Oh, to shoot, okay, no well, you might have to find someone else to do that. Yeah. No, but uh, so this is all about, like, you know, you were talking about... Ask Caleb, can we continue on for more than five minutes? Caleb's ready to see go. See what he man. says. He's done. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> so when you talk about like scheduling time for deep listening, yeah, you have to kind of make time for these kind of things that yes. you think, oh, that's not as important. But we know they actually are right. to have these things. And for that, you're going to have to say no to things. That's right. You know, at first, you're going to have to say no to things that you think you have to do that maybe you don't really want to do. Yes. But then when it gets more complicated, like the situation I know that you've been in for several years is like you got to say no to stuff that you want to do. Exactly. That's hard to do. Oh, saying no to stuff you don't want to do is easy. I know. <laughs> But saying no, to, like when you have enough options to, to have like, oh man, all of this would be cool. But you got to learn to say no to stuff. And I'm going to be disciplined about this, you know, starting off this year right with trying to. Do like, we need to start the club again? We might have to club start the accountability. What did you say no to today? You didn't exactly. say no to recording another episode. You <laughs> didn't say no to lunch. <laughs> That's true. What did you Why say you no? Pre- well, did, what, what time is it? It's 142. I got I time, know, my friend. something else. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what's good about that, too, is like if you say yes to everything, even good things, you're not actually saying if you say yes to too much, what you're basically saying is kind of to everything. That's right. Because you're spreading yourself too thin and you're not really committing. So, um, yeah. Guard your time. Guard your time. Number seven. I'm going to say no to going beyond number seven today. We were going to do a bonus, but we're not. I'm saying no. Um, Number seven of our New Year's goals slash um, for me is that I want to practice more away from the piano. No, oh, you don't like the piano anymore? I love the piano. <laughs> and I love practicing at the piano. But I used to do, um, you know, when I was traveling more, and even like with my writing and stuff, I used to do more of it away from the piano. And I've kind of drifted back to uh, Old Faithful, as we say, yeah. um, which is great. And I mean, I also, it's funny because I also want to practice more at the piano this year. But I want to at least have some time when I'm practicing away from the piano because I feel like it uh, it spurs musical growth and ad- adaptations in us that we wouldn't normally get when we're at our closest instrument. Give us some examples of practicing away from the piano. Well, that would be like to like listen to some music and sort of do some transcribing even when you're not at the piano, like really thinking through what something feels like or, or looks, not really looks like, but sounds like, like imagine yourself playing it, imagine yourself playing along to something. And then if you're not listening to something, composing something or yeah. creating something or improvising away, maybe singing some, yeah. uh, maybe even at a different instrument besides the piano. But mostly just kind of walking around and singing some things like and, and if, if something good comes up, making little notes of it and then bringing it back. To and you had that great YouTube video about a month ago on Stella by Starlight where, you know, learning tunes in the key of music. That's a great opportunity to practice away from your instrument to try to acknowledge, OK, let's pick. a. We don't even have to have perfect pitch. You could say this yeah. is in the key of B flat. See if you can like pick out the scale degree of the melody. OK, yes. it starts on the tonic, then it goes up to the fifth and down the scale to the second and then it goes up to the sixth and yeah. down the scale to the third or whatever it is yep. trying to figure out the scale degrees of the melody that's great work that you were doing on that video everybody should go check that out it's called uh the key of music or what was it what was the key the of music something yeah. how to play in any key yeah that's right something. yeah yeah um yeah no no it's exactly and then you you might even go through the next chorus as you're walking around and then just go through the chords and see if you can like just call out the chords of the other key that you're in you know there's so many things we always think oh once i get to a piano i'm going to practice this i mean there's a lot of things that you have to be at your instrument but there's a lot of things that you don't have to be and i feel like the adaptation especially for ear training that it spurs in us is so worthwhile so i'm looking forward to that totally well i learned a lot here and this was super helpful for me peter to hear your things and uh you know what also is helpful to me peter yes to give a like and subscribe yes to like and subscribe on the youtube channel if you're watching this on youtube yeah look at that look at those tina 
you genius. <laughs> uh, look at how great those blinds are. Genius. Like, give us a like and subscribe on YouTube. And if yeah. you're listening on the podcast, uh, you can give us a rating and review. We only accept seven-star ratings. I'm going to read the last one because it's poignant. We've, we got a bunch. It's we poignant got a bunch yet in accurate. Around. Yeah, yeah. This uh, title, Best Show. This is the best podcast ever. Even if you don't like jazz, the chemistry between the two hosts is amazing. Maybe you should be into jazz a little because it's all they talk about. But I am into jazz, so we'll give them seven stars. That's uh, Mr. Leonard from the Netherlands. And we call it, we, we read every single review. We do, we do. And shout, hey, shout out to, we just had lunch with uh, our friend, our buddy Nick. Yes. Who is a listener, longtime listener. Yes. And he's not super into jazz, but he no. just listens to the podcast just for fun. So for we fun. do have those folks who are as nerdy as we think uh, they are. That's right. And th- we got some other ones, but we're going we're gonna to read those at the next uh, episode. That's called a teaser. That's yeah. called a cliffhanger. And until then, you'll hear it. Oh.